Hello, and welcome to the Harvard Alumni for Education podcast. My name is Nell O'Donnell, and I'm the Vice President of HAED. Today, we are talking about how to bring rich learning opportunities to young children who, for various reasons, are unable to attend formal school. I'm sitting down today with the four co-founders of Two Rabbits. Can you introduce yourselves and Two Rabbits to our listeners? Hi, my name is Sarah Strader. My name is Matt Owens. My name is Mary Fan. And my name is Kara Howard. And Two Rabbits is a project that seeks to provide quality early childhood education to communities that are marginalized and without access for one reason or another um, around the world. Great. Um, What inspired you to found this organization? So, hey, this is Sarah, and um, I started Two Rabbits after my... um, Uh, research in Cameroon. I was there for about a year and a half working with hunter-gatherers, and it was through extended, immersed conversations with families around the cooking fire about what education meant for a group of people like them, and what childhood means, and what the future looks like with their indigenous forest-based culture increasingly under threat, um, and how to prepare children to succeed in an ambiguous future. And the parents themselves designed this mobile, audio-based program using members of their own community as lesson facilitators. So that was the basis for the program design, and then from there it was honing and refining the model and making it marketable to donors, and that was where I came in um, upon return to the United States. And um, so we've just gone from there, from that origin in Cameroon. Great, and so this is parents design this themselves. Yeah, yeah, informally through um, just conversations, chatting about the future and, and what they would like to see. Wow, um, and so what are you trying to accomplish with this organization? I think I can take that one. Uh, this is Kara. Um, so what we're trying to accomplish is we're trying to take all of the best practices of early childhood education that Um, happen in more well-resourced areas and make them available to the communities that need them most and are marginalized for one reason or another, either through poverty or through discrimination or through conflict, who don't have access to those same uh, principles. And we do that in a way that uses low-cost MP3 technology and also local facilitators to combine the culture and community that already exists in those places to be able to design ECD around those factors. Great. And where are you working or hoping to work first? Besides Cameroon, will be is the first place, right? I could go ahead and take that. I'm Mary. Um, so we, you know, for the past year, I have been piloting this with this linguistic minority group, the Baca in Cameroon. And in the beginning of the year, we're thinking about. Um, sort of other various places where children don't have access to education. And so we're talking about areas of conflict. And so um, my background has been working in areas of conflict in Myanmar. So we hope to pilot this project um, with IDP camps in Myanmar with certain groups there. Great. Um, That sounds like really important and good work. Um, So you're all currently Harvard students um, here at the Harvard Graduate School of Education. Is there anything in particular that you've taken from your time at Harvard that has been really helpful to you as you do this work? I can tackle that question. Um, This is Matt. And we've actually just been discussing this so that we came together as a team. And I don't think we... Just the, the, the environment that brought us together has just been so crucial. 
Um, we wouldn't have known each other. We wouldn't have been able to bring our experiences to the table if it weren't for Harvard. Um, so the community here, I think, has been one that's resonated with us. It's something that's been on our minds a lot. And um, not just that, but the opportunities that Harvard affords. Um, we are a member of the VIP program at the Harvard Innovation Lab. And the resources available through them, through um, different advisors, financial advisors, other project consultants, has been invaluable. Um, uh, and just kind of, you know, fleshing out, you know, what it is that we're doing. And as we look to pivot to Myanmar, um, just their help has been crucial. And um, at the same time, though, just the the environment that Harvard kind of brings to the table, the opportunities to meet people from different organizations from all over the world, and just the the environment of education that is here has, um, I don't know, been a great place for us to kind of grow and learn as we seek to expand our organization. I'm glad one of the things you said is community, because that's a big thing of what we do at Harvard Alumni for Education, is bring together alums from across the Harvard schools who care about education. And so we're also trying to connect people, even after you graduate, which I know is coming up sooner than you might realize in just one more semester. So what are you all thinking you will do after graduation? Do you have plans to continue to rabbits or other plans? So we are exploring so many different opportunities with Two Rabbits, and I think that right now we're invested in following this as far as it can go this year. We have been contacted by potential clients in different countries. We have um, leads in a, a feasibility study going on in Myanmar, and there's a potential for expansion in Cameroon. So there's so many channels of opportunity, and we're open to all of it right now. Fantastic. So you're all going to stay involved in some way or another after graduation? Yeah? yeah that's, that's, the plan. The plan. that's the plan. <laughs> that's the plan. That's the plan. Great. Um, so do you have any advice for any alumni or fellow students who care about expanding educational opportunity for children, especially marginalized children, um, that you've learned through this work? I think uh, one thing that I've learned through this work was that we all started on this project with different sets of expertise. Um, so for myself, I was an English teacher through the Peace Corps in Sub-Saharan Africa. And for me, the real issue was that I saw my students struggling to have their languages represented in school. And I saw so much of what they had to say and how they framed the world be silenced because they weren't allowed to do it in their own language. And so when I was talking to Sarah about what she was doing in Cameroon, to me, I could so easily see this translated to my experience and then when we were talking to Mary about it it was the same feeling for her in Myanmar and the same thing for Matt in teaching you know socio-emotional skills and, and developing that and so I think what I would recommend is that you find what you think the small changes that you can make and then go with it find out what routes you can take to make that a reality and I think for all of us like this, even for Sarah, I don't think was what we planned, but it grew naturally. And then we all found ways where we could say that this was the best way to get like our version of quality education to the kids that we felt needed it most. I would completely agree. This is Sarah. That was Kara. Um, <laughs> um, and I would just say to start with purpose, and purpose is at the root of everything um, and the driver of everything that we do. And it's, it's really who are you serving and why and what does, their, um, what, do, what does their benefit really mean to us and how can we best be 
of service to um, the people that are at the core of our mission. And so um, linking everything back to purpose and, and having that at the forefront of our minds at all times. This is Mary. I just want to add another thing because we're talking about alumni networks. I think this is what's really unique and special to the Harvard community. Um, I think our project has been really strongly supported by alumni of various years, and I really haven't seen that kind of support um, and resources that are you know offered so easily compared you know compared to other places. And so, really taking advantage of that this year has been critical and I think that's been helpful for us to kind of grow this this project. Great. And I think just tying together um, what I see as a thread and everything that you have said is just being open uh, to opportunities as they present themselves I think has been crucial for each and every one of us even going back to the first days where Sarah was working in camera room just being open and listening um, to people's needs and finding the place where your skills and your interests meet those needs and um, pursuing those open doors as they come to you, I think is really important. Great. So we can count on each of you to join HAED once you graduate, of course. Of course. Right. Right. And yeah, continuing to share your wisdom as uh, you become members, full-fledged members. And um, hopefully you'll have opportunities to connect with other alumni um, as you travel, as you expand, as you look for resources, new ideas, and new partners. Um, I hope HAED ends up being a place for that. Thank well, you. Thank, thank you, you thank all you. for being here and for sharing a little bit about the important work that you're doing, and we look forward to hearing more. Yeah, and, and if you, you so have much. any questions or comments or want to see more about our project, we do have a website, and so you can check that out. It's um, www.chasingtorabbits.org. Great. Thank you all.